Thank you to Worth Electronics UK for sponsoring this episode of That Engineering Chat. Worth Electronics UK is a passive electromechanical components and RF modules manufacturer and distributor. With direct sales in over 50 countries across the world, their team of technically trained business development managers and specialised field application engineers can guarantee total global supply chain support from design in to full production. They have a wide portfolio of products which includes EMC components, capacitors, inductors, radio modules, connectors and much, much more. Whether you need technical support or are having issues with your current stock supply, contact Worth Electronics UK to see how they can best support you as a long-term supplier. Hello, it's Nicole again at the EDS show and we're here, that engineering chat on behalf of Chatty Hatter um, for the EDS takeover, kindly sponsored um, our series by Worth Electronics. Thank you very much, Worth. Little shout out to you. Uh, we're here talk to, talking to exhibitors, but also speakers because when these uh, collectives go out, some people might not have been able to get to the show for one reason or another. So we're very lucky to have grabbed David from UCL, who's just been speaking on a round table. Hello, David. Hello. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome to my comfy sofa. <laughs> it's very nice to be here. <laughs> so can you tell those that are listening, because they'll be listening to this next week probably, what, what, why, why are you here and what have you been talking about, David? So I uh, was on a round table well, a roundtable discussion about ethics and bias in engineering. Okay, and love engineering it. decision making, and with a particular aspect of artificial intelligence towards mm. the end as well. Talk to me a bit more about that. Yeah. I mean, treat so, me as a newbie. So please. let me tell you a bit and why I'm here. Yeah. Why I was on it really is um, I, I'm an engineering professor, but I was asked by the Royal Academy of Engineering and the Engineering Council a couple of years ago to chair an engineering ethics reference group. Mm -hmm. And it was, what are we like? Is it good enough? We want to really be the decision or part of the decision making process. And are we are we ready for this? Mm -hmm. Are we if, uh, are we really seen as ethics ethical, mm -hmm. uh, or are we just seen as the the, the problem solvers? You know. And uh, th we found that actually engineers are very highly regarded, just behind doctors and nurses. But is that just because they don't know much about us? Because mm -hmm. there have been some big questions in recent years. Yes. Um, and the three that I often refer to, the Boeing 737 MAX disaster, which was an engineering problem. Did they speak loud enough? Were they heard? Why not? You know, was that, you know, there was an ethical decisions mm. made mm. there that caused some problems. Second was the Volkswagen diesel scandal. Well, that was illegal, not just unethical, but there Goodness were unethical me. practices going on within that organization, which absolutely shook Volkswagen from top to top to bottom. But mm. And then the third was the Grenfell disaster, which again was a, some engineering decisions that were taken. Were they, were they listened to? Were they able to speak up? So, you know, there's some questions then about are we, are we doing well enough? And so the report then landed a series of actions that are now ongoing for the engineering profession as a whole one around leadership 
Yeah. You know, is there, how can we provide better fora, better frameworks and so on to really be thinking about ethics at the leadership end and leadership in the most inclusive sense. Everybody can provide leadership at whatever part. Education training, do we talk about this at university? Not very much, I'm afraid mm, to say. Okay. And, uh, and I'm not, you know, I think there's a, a piece for the universities to really be thinking about, or the engineering faculties to be thinking about, are we really supporting people to be able to have those, the, the academics to be able to enable those discussions? Because our students want they to want discuss to these things. They, the, I think we've talked today about the fact that it seems to be a, a generational shift the younger generation want to be more sustainable, more ethical in what they do. That's part, of, we think, that's part of being an engineer to do that. But they need to be enabled and given the language to be able to, and support to be able to have those, the, those conversations in there when they, when they work. And, and it's now in the chartership things as well. Um, third one was professionalism. So every day, a lot of these decisions are not the very grand decisions like I just referred to. Mm-hmm. What is an ethical energy policy for a country? This is a very actually a lot of these ethical things is every day. Mm-hmm. How you treat people, what you do with you know, the little problems that you might be solving on a day to day basis. Have you really have you really thought about the other people who are involved in this that who will be the consequences of the decisions that you made? So think ethics before action, so that you know, every you know, they're always thinking about and many people do, but not everybody Many does. Don't. And, yes, and <laughs> and they're not necessarily supported and encouraged to do that. And the third, fourth one then was um, engagement and communication. You know, we need to be getting out there with the world to say, actually, we are ethical. This is an ethical profession, <laughs> engineering. Mm-hmm. We are here to solve the problems. We are making all these products and things that we see here today. <coughs> um, uh, and we're trying to do that to the best of our ability because you want it, but you want it to be done in a sustainable and ethical way as much as possible without, you know, child slavery and all the bigger yeah. ethical questions, as well as ensuring that we had... And it's also part of the, you know, being an engineer, people want to work in, a, in, a, in, a, in this ethical environment and mm-hmm. really inclusive environment so that we really hear all the, the, the views from everybody in our team. Do we have a team that's really looking at the big issues and and are the people for whom we're developing these products and services as well i we read that they are one of the other famous examples is um, uh, you know we're not necessarily incl- being sufficiently inclusive so um, crash dummies you know they do crash dummies for testing cars yeah. and so on and it turns out somebody pointed out that all the crash dummies were male <laughs> You know, so that's yeah. not being very inclusive. So all the cars are designed for crashes for males. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I mean it's a very valid point, <laughs> isn't it? Mm. So that's really what we were talking about. We also talked about the fact that so many uh, the engineering decisions are based on uh, computational processes. You know, we use computers to predict things. We're used to. So is there bias mm. built into these decisions as well? Mm. And of course, we have. Uh, you know, a lot of our models are based on physics, but it's not just that, it's about what assumptions you have behind those. But now this new world of artificial intelligence, where we have these models, but the artificial intelligence grows and develops them mm. on the basis of existing data. So mm. the whole point about artificial intelligence is it learns and learns and learns. But if you're using out-of-date data from 
long time ago with a different, completely different set of people and uh, not being really inclusive about the fullness of the population. You build in bias. You know, the famous one is, again, is um, facial recognition, yes. you know, which was all white, not, yeah. not just males, but, but yeah. white people. Absolutely. And so, you know, artificial intelligence, that's where the bias is built in. So you just always have to be aware and conscious of trying to be as inclusive as possible of all the users and potential stakeholders, whatever they might be, the buyers, the sellers, everybody. You know, it's, it, it, it means we have to be more thoughtful about all the, all the people in it, and sometimes that takes longer, but we really need to develop our systems to, for the modern world. And is that because, I mean, it's, that's something that really needs to be integrated very early on, isn't it? Yes. As, as early on in a process as possible. How, how is that? Because it's great that this is happening. It's, it's, well, it's not great when it happens because of disasters like we've had, like you no, mentioned. No, no. They're powerful things. But if good can come out of something <sighs> tragic, then, you know, if it's, if, if it's a way of improving then, and you're learning, then that's something so that you don't do it again. Um, what, you know, how, it sounds like that sounds like it's quite complex as well. There's quite a lot to do. It is. Yeah. But it's, you know, we have... I, I see it right the way through the whole process. Yeah. So that it starts with education and training, maybe Absolutely. even before university at school level. You know, there's quite a lot of citizenship type things, activities at school. But then we can build on that, so it's a bit more consistent. So that mm. within the universities, the apprenticeship programs, the training programs, and all that sort of stuff, um, it's embedded in there. So that, and it's not we do ethics 101 and and say tick that's done no 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 it's mm. everything we do not everything but many things the projects the bits of work we do think about the consequences so what what does how will this support the, all the people who might need to use or or um, exploit a particular technology in some mm. way are we really talking to uh, to to everybody about this so that's the education and through to professional the early stages of the professional careers and through into hopefully we would like people to become chartered engineers uh, or incorporated engineers or engineering technicians or some professional because to be professionally recognized in that way should be it says i stand by this state this code of practice so yeah. there's a statement of ethical principles that the yeah. engineering council puts out and so it's a, a, a statement that says I stand by. It's a bit like the doctors, yeah. you know. They have their code, their code their, of conduct, their, their Hippocratic oath, and so on. You know, for us, we have this. Uh, and you know, there's still lots of engineers out there who are not professionally registered. I mm. would like to see many, many more of them. It's not compulsory, but it, it's a statement it says so that the public can trust. Yes, we that's want important. to be ensure that the public can trust us and doesn't just think of us as oh yes, well they'll do it, but uh, we can't really trust their outcome. You know, we really need to maintain that trust in, in of engineers in society. I think that's great. I mean, I think it's a very positive message. I'm glad I got to talk to you. Good. I've literally just grabbed you on the way out, haven't I? <laughs> yes. So, yes, literally, I, yeah. you've got to go somewhere else I've got to now. go somewhere else, but uh, it's very nice to talk to you. I'm, I'm glad to have the opportunity. Yes, I mean, mm. I, would, I would love to talk to you more about this at mm -hmm. some point in the future. So, sure. maybe we'll get your details after the show. And, um, yeah, we'll um, make sure we, we talk more. Because I, I think, yeah, I think this is fantastic. It's very positive, And that's what we're certainly about, it's is about really positivity. Important. And it's really important to so encourage important. young people in uh, oh, too, because they really want this 
They re- they really do. They yeah. really, really do. I mean, just go and talk to Rachel about how excited she is to be at this show, and she'll tell you. It's been lovely to talk <laughs> to you. Talk to you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Have, have a good rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.